1: Hello everyone and welcome back to The Rewatchman, where we don't review movies, we re-review them. We take a movie that you may have a strong feeling of one way or the other, but when's the last time you've gone back and watched it? That's what we are doing today. We are going back to look at 1994's Tim Allen in his uh, on-screen feature film debut, The Santa Claus, with an E. A lifetime of spelling this word wrong because of this film. I am your host, T.C. DeWitt. I don't have Ben with me this time. He is off gallivanting around Spain. Today, I am joined by another fellow rewatchman, Chris Scholes. Chris, how are you doing?
0: Ooh, I'm doing pretty, pretty well.
1: Pretty, pretty well. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Holidays to you. Hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All holidays matter. Yes, yes, all holidays matter. <laughs> um, uh, you suggested this. You I did. You I we have we've slowed down in our uh, production of the rewatchmen just due to scheduling conflicts we uh, anyone who's been listening to this show since the beginning is aware that we do have these spells where Ben and I will both get busy at the same time and we'll take a take a break from a little bit of a hiatus from the show. But I was happy that uh, Scholzey that you messaged me and said, "Hey, let's let's do a rewatchman. Let's do a Christmas rewatchman." Right. Well, and Mm. and,
0: you know, um, on that note, um, because you know we have our day jobs that we have to do. If there are any um, sponsors out there who would like (laughs) to hear more of the rewatchman, uh, we'd be more than happy to um, accept your donations.
1: Yes, chilies. you know, I love, I I like Chili's, Chilies. you want to, you want a podcast that gets up to and sometimes exceeds 100 listens per episode, we Ooh. are the podcast for you.
0: I love my baby back ribs.
1: I, they, they are more than just baby back ribs now.
0: Wait, yeah. Don't, don't do too much because. Oh they, yeah, they that's right, I gotta wait till sponsor. they're, wait till they're, <laughs> right, Right now uh, we're giving them free, uh, free, free advertising,
1: jeez. So, well, anyway, yeah,
0: I thought the Santa Claus might fit the notion. Um, it was, you know, 94, so it was, it's been a while since it's been out. Um, there's been, you know, two follow ups to it.
1: <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Which I, I have, of recent, I did see Santa Claus 3 within the past, I'd say, eh, probably two years, maybe. I, okay. I don't think I saw it last year. I think it was the year before I'd seen it. And I had not seen Santa Claus 3. And,. If I'm aware, if I'm, I don't remember if that actually got a theatrical release. But watching it, it certainly didn't deserve a theatrical release. It I, I, looks I like they a. Oh, oh my goodness! It, it's a, uh, yeah. That uh, Santa Claus Three was not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a, what an interesting trilogy you didn't know you wanted. That's right. that's what it is right here. Uh, but when's the last time you you saw Santa Claus, the first one?
0: Oh, it's been a while. It's been. Um, maybe 10 years. Yeah. So it's it's been, it's been a long time. I mean, it's, it's one of those movies where you see it once and you're like, oh, I understand the premise to this. I, I, yep. I got it.
1: Yep. What what more do you, you, what more do you need?
0: (laughs) There's not a lot of depth to it really. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, it hits, it hits a lot of the cliches. So, I mean, you've seen it and I I've seen this before
1: yeah it's it's probably been a good five six years since I've seen it as well. It was one of those standard Christmas vHss that we would break out whenever the Christmas decorations would come out the the night of Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving we would take out our box of christmas goodies and and there was always the the Muppets John Denver Muppets Christmas special that was classic. on that we had, yeah, classic and we had the we had the Muppet Christmas Carol home alone that was our, that was our family's thanksgiving night movie was we'd watch home alone and uh, and the santa claus was one of our go-to family christmas movies and i i can remember seeing it quite a, a number of times i i might have seen this in theaters hmm. i only would have been i only would have been 12 but i think I, I do recall possibly seeing this one in theaters yeah i don't um, i don't believe i saw this in theaters it was probably later so, but uh, now, now we have returned to it. So what were your feelings going into rewatching this? Um, you know, I, I, well, <laughs> ambivalence. Yeah,
0: I mean, it it it, uh, it uh, just became available on Netflix, so there was which that. is
1: which. Yeah, that is that is uh, part of the reason you suggested it.
0: Yes, um, and and you know, I, I think I remember it. Um, I, I I did remember it fondly. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I thought it was a fun, um, fun spin on the whole Santa Claus thing.
1: Yeah, I, I, I liked, I like the premise of this. It is, it has been enough years that I had forgotten some details. I remember the grand strokes of this, this is not a complicated movie. I, if, if anything, I can be, it's, it's delightfully short. It's only ninety minutes long. Yes, <laughs> that is, that is insanely short compared to movies that uh, we just get regularly now which like to be bloated out to two and a half hours um the the fact that it's 90 minutes i'd forgotten like little details uh, but as i was watching it things were coming back like lines of dialogue were coming back to me and whatnot uh, watching it with Candice, she hadn't seen it since she was a kid she did not remember any of the visual effects of this movie like the flying reindeer or him getting sucked down the chimney how amazing uh, to the point were. yeah to the point that she asked me is this a new version is this a special <laughs> edition i said no they, they, this is these are the special effects that have always existed in this movie i can actually i have a, a very clear memory of my mom even pointing out the special effects being kind of crappy at the time this movie was was out like that it didn't have the it didn't have didn't have real Disney Disney money behind it.
0: Yeah, just 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 quasi Disney money. Just like, eh, we'll
1: see what this does. Yeah, this is this is the most you're gonna get.
0: Yeah, <laughs> because I, mean, I, I definitely remember the the chimney thing when he had that small pipe.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: And um, I mean some some the, the effects that were done practically worked like the whole yeah the um, reindeer you know, holding holding the the bag and floating because the bag is then off screen you kind of see it lift up and then it's off screen as he's being you know around so it worked because it doesn't throw yeah. it off too much you know you don't see that part of it so um but it's, yeah, yeah it, those it, special it, effects were definitely uh less something to be desired
1: the 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 puppetry of the of the reindeer is pretty cool. I think that the, I like like seeing practical like that. They're very clearly puppets. Uh, what yeah. I will give credit for is the set design in the North Pole. That set oh. piece of the North Pole was kind of impressive. It uh, there there was a a very good amount of detail work that went into that location. It's a, certainly a sound stage or whatnot, but the art art department did a fine job designing. Absolutely. The, the Toy Factory. Yeah, that looked
0: like a great yeah. place. And I personally love the decision to cast children as elves.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like I mean, that too. Uh, it, it, I didn't... I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. were there elves... I know that there were elves in the real world at the very end, but were there a couple pointy-eared kids throughout the whole movie?
0: Yeah, there... In yes, the real world? That, that was something that I actually did not remember and i i, I doubt I, I noticed it before but I, I was watching it with deanna and she yeah. she pointed out she's like i always loved how the elves were kind of hidden I'm like huh so then I, <laughs> I i started seeing them yeah the elves are are kind of hidden out there watching uh this like they knew who was going to be the next santa claus basically
1: very interesting yeah because I, I spotted a couple little kids and i was like well they that pointers that's <laughs> but I didn't bother to rewind and find out I just Part questioned fucking. it and moved and questioned it and moved on um, but for those of you who might not remember this is a story about a guy who witnesses the death of a man who falls off his roof steals his clothes and his profession gives up his entire livelihood as a successful toy maker and becomes the next Santa Claus all while implicating his son as an accessory to murder <laughs>
0: And and becoming a kidnapper himself,
1: he did. Yes, he did. Also, kidnap the kidnap his own son. Uh, <laughs> when you when you really look at the premise of this movie, there there are, it's suspension of disbelief, right? You gotta you gotta you can't look too cynically and critically. Well, and if it, you and think just about it, what it is.
0: if you think about it, really, it's a sad world because he's gonna be Santa Claus until he dies.
1: Well, Charlie, his son, his little, what, nine-year-old son did say he wants to be in the family business, which sounds like a threat to me. (laughs)
0: Right, it is. It's a very dark movie in that sense. I'm
1: going to be Santa someday. I'm going to murder my dad. And steal Um, his clothes. Yeah. No, but, uh, okay, so uh, really, uh, Scott Calvin, played by Tim Allen, is a blowhard toy maker. I don't think he's a inherent jerk in the sense that say bill murray from scrooge bill murray bill murray from scrooge is a jerk he's an asshole right yeah uh tim allen's just he's just a a, a workaholic a, kind of a jackass um what one thing i know is right up front is he takes the microphone away from his partner to stop her from talking and he points out sexual misconduct in front of everyone like it's a joke. Granted, it's the 90s, so this is fine. But those are the first two things that happened in the movie with with Scott Calvin. Where I'm like, oh, man, this is uh, hitting a little yeah, too close to modern days right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I turned to Deanna and said, yeah, I don't think this would work in today's version. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, but he's he's a divorced father. He has a son he has a hard time connecting with. His son doesn't even really like him. Um, and it takes this, this Chris. Oh, uh, his mom, uh, Charlie's mom. So Scott Calvin's ex wife Laura, I believe, is remarried to Neil, a psychologist, and they've they've started to deal with the question of whether or not Santa Claus is real with with Charlie. And he's he's getting a bit old, so it's time for him to possibly consider that maybe Santa Claus is just an idea rather than than an actual living bean who breaks into your house,
0: right? It's it's um, it's it's a struggle. I think all parents have. You know, all parents that have introduced Santa Claus. Um, and being a new parent, whose son is still still too young to know Santa Claus, really, um, yeah. It's it's one of those things where it's a struggle. It's like when when do we talk to him about this? Like when when you know, and when do we, you know validate that no it's not he's you're right we've been lying to you your first eight years of your life <laughs>
1: yeah like w- when is that decision made how do you make that decision it's And right. it's like it's taking away some magic it's taking away some innocence because I, I, I recently just watched a video on Facebook it was this guy this pastor who was like the real reason of the season is Jesus and I'm gonna tell all these children that their parents have been lying to I them and he goes to a mall Santa line and just starts, children, everyone listen to me, your parents are lying, that man is not Santa, there is no Santa Claus, and just starts, and, and interestingly enough, out of character for what you would think from a video like this, all the parents, just a couple of them went up to the guy and were like, hey, get out of here, just go away, come on, Yeah. you're lying to your kids, yeah, we're lying to our kids, and you're okay with that, yeah, we're okay with that, go away. It didn't end with a fight, it just, this jackass's plan backfired, because whether or not santa claus is real or not real i think it's the magic and the innocence of childhood that mm-hmm. is really what is being project, uh, protected in children it's let let them let them live in the innocence of this idea for as long as they can as safely and as comfortably as they can because the real world sucks <laughs> and, right yes. and why why would you want to expose your kids to to to, to the reality of things when you can have this little bit of fun with, with the idea of Santa Claus.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, yeah. it's, it, it is an innocent thing and, and it's one thing to talk about it and, and promote that, but it's another thing when the kid starts asking you directly, is Santa mm-hmm. Claus real? Um, then
1: it's like, well, okay, it's time for us to have this conversation. Right.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I know my niece, um, when she started to have her doubts, she wasn't yeah. ready to 100% doubt. Mhm. Just in case. It's
1: Yeah, I like that that moment with with Charlie in this in early on before in the first act when he says eh, maybe leave out some cookies and milk just in case. Yeah. Like that's 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 cute. Um but uh, uh the so 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 Scott Calvin is trying to maintain the innocence of Charlie. as long as he can and i think that subtextually maybe not up front because i don't know i don't think tim allen's a a character who has a lot of an an actor who brings a lot of depth to his character but if you look script wise there's something sweet in this divorced father wanting to maintain the innocence of his son for as long as possible right i think there's something sweet in that and and uh, and and he he wants to okay yeah, Santa Santa's real say Santa. he doesn't and he and he doesn't feel fully comfortable saying that ever throughout the course of this movie but he doesn't want this kid's already been through a divorce right right so and he's obviously there,
0: not you know I mean he's not he, he's not a bad kid but you can tell that he's you know been bothered by this divorce anyway yeah he feels yeah. he feels conflicted.
1: Right. Uh, and then and then santa, the the big man himself is on the roof to Scott Calvin's house. He gets startled by Scott. He falls off the roof, lands in the snow, and disappears. Scott puts on his clothes. Charlie, his son convinces him to put on the outfit, get in the get in the the sleigh and start delivering presents, uh, which whisks him all the way to. The North Pole, where he meets Bernard, played by—I'm just gonna assume that's Oscar Isaac's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's not. I know it's not. It's uh it's a, it's this character actor from. He had like a, it's David something. David. David Krumholtz. David Krumholtz, thank you. He's—he was on the show Numbers. He's one of those character actors that had his who kind of had his heyday as a child actor and never really went very far as an adult actor but that's beside the point
0: i think he's been a busy actor but he's like you said he's just he's in a lot yeah Um, and i'm just looking at his um uh uh, an imdb page Mm -hmm. he's he's you know he just has bit parts or a lot of voice over acting and stuff like that okay he's 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 a he's a working actor
1: okay um I mean, he's he certainly probably had a, a, a better career when it, than Judge Reinhold. <laughs>
0: oh, so can who we, plays Can we just say that? Um, uh,
1: the character's name Judge, is Neil, Judge Reinhold.
0: So. Is not a good actor. Am, I, he, he's am not. I safe to say that?
1: I think you are safe to say that. I, like, go go. Thinking back to like Fast Times. He plays He's a dumb kid in a dumb teen sex comedy. Yeah. You're not asking for a lot of depth in in performance in that film. The fact that Spicoli, Sean Penn of all people, is pretty much the only actor to come out of that uh, that film. But then look at Judge Reinhold in the Beverly Hills Cop movies. Eddie Murphy is so strong of a comedic performer that he makes up for how much Judge Reinhold lacks as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's oh. he's suited fine for Neil uh, Doctor Neil in in Santa Claus here. He plays the the he's not an antagonist. There is no real villain in this movie, which no, is
0: the, well the, the the antagonist is really it's the same as the protagonist in this one. Like it's, it's just it's,
1: Scott's personality.
0: Yeah, Scott's Scott Calvin accepting mm. that he's Santa Claus now. Yeah, like he fights it. You know that's what he's fighting is that is that realization that he needs to make, and acceptance.
1: Yeah, because because Neil is a point of contention for for Scott Calvin because it's yeah. his it's his wife's new husband, it's Charlie's new dad. Although, how about this for a theory? What do you think about if Laura and Scott were having marital issues and went and saw a therapist <laughs> <laughs> that was Doctor Neil Miller? who then uh, ended up with Laura any uh, that takes all the the assholery of Tim Allen to Neil of Scott Calvin to, to Neil and validates it
0: <laughs> well that that not only makes judge Reinhold a terrible actor it also makes him a terrible doctor
1: <laughs> that he hooked up with his patient there's no there's no indication of w- why Scott and Laura's relationship ended. One could assume it's just because he focused more on work. I didn't, it didn't. It, it it's such an innocent film that there doesn't seem to be any any dark undertones. But I, I like the I like the idea that maybe ooh was Doctor Neil. Uh, uh, it's PG, right? So what do you what do you want?
0: It's PG and it's Disney.
1: And it's Disney, right? What? Oh, yeah, that's right. It was Disney proper. I had to think for a minute because yep. the logo does pop up at the beginning, the classic White Castle on the blue background. Classic Disney. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. I got some some more notes here.
0: Well, here, I have a note.
1: Oh, please go ahead. Um,
0: how? Okay, so this film was originally written with a different actor in mind. And okay. How different do you think it would have been if Bill Murray – played scott calvin
1: oh oh my gosh this movie would have been brilliant like i i i have to give the the respect to bill murray for his comedic talents right right because even in even in movies that might not be the best bill murray's gonna do his thing yeah zombie land comes to mind it's like his cameo in there is pretty spectacular uh i suppose bill murray could oftentimes come across too aloof um, but thinking of something like Scrooged, which he's amazing in, mm-hmm. which was an '80s film, if I'm remembering correctly, right, late '80s, um, yeah. To give him this, oh man, gosh, you know, if we're dream casting, I'd dream dream directed too. I would love this to have been Harold Ramis directed and Bill Murray starring.
0: I think it would be a, a a very different film. I don't know if it would have been a PG film anymore. No,
1: no, I, um, I would want it to be. I would want it to be. I would want it to be PG thirteen <laughs> at the very least. I don't know if rated R would work. I mean, Scrooge is a pretty darn good film as is, but to keep to maintain this script in in terms of its plot and its beat structure, and put Bill Murray in the place of Tim Allen. You're looking at someone who's in a completely different league from Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Tim Allen is pretty one note. He yeah. he does his thing. He does it fine. There's nothing inherently offensive. Like there's no. He's he's a very inoffensive comedian. He's very blue collar without coming across as a caricature like Larry the Cable Guy or right. Jeff Foxworthy or Ron White. Um, Tim Allen's very blue collar. Sensibility to him, probably because he comes from the Motor City. He grew up in the, he came up in the '80s stand-up era. But to give it to Bill Murray, oh man, that would just be a better film. Like I just can, I just the, the possibilities are I, oh, staggering, staggering, Josie.
0: So, so he we went from okay. So Bill Murray was offered, and he's turned it down because he said, I, mm-hmm. "I don't think it really fits what I do." Okay, um, which yeah i i and i I would I mean this is more family humor right it's not right right um so then Chevy Chase was considered
1: oh oh, 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 oh boy no i that's weird Because Tim Allen to chevy Ch- to bill Bill Murray to Chevy Chase those are three very different comedic styles and to tell you the truth, I know Chevy Chase is considered a legend by some, but to me he's always just been a lesser Bill Murray. Yeah, like, well, uh, Chevy I mean, he, Chase.
0: Was, he was the, he, you know, he, he, so SNL history, he was on there first, and then right. he quit after a year, and Bill Murray replaced him, there's always
1: been a little bit of animosity, <laughs> animosity? between the two. That's, that's, cr- like, what are you going to be, what are you mad at, Chevy? You left Saturday Night Live, why are you yeah. going to have animosity towards Bill Murray who came in, t- took over your role, right, and... Has had, had, yeah, and has pr- proceeded to, of that original cast, is there anyone who's had a more successful career than Bill Murray? I, I suppose I shouldn't call Bill Murray an original cast member Probably, since yeah, he came Dan in season Ackroyd, two. Jim
0: Belushi come to mind. As yeah, I, like, mean, I mean,
1: Jim's career has obviously been done for a while, but... Right, Jane Curtin... Jane Curtin had fine. a really
0: good run. Yeah,
1: there's, yeah. There's no one of that original era... That had a more successful career than Bill Murray, so yeah. If if Chevy Chase is going to be bitter, it should just be the fact that oh, I've been bested. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what about you though? What would you think of Bill Murray or Chevy Chase starring in this movie?
0: I, I don't see Chevy doing it at all. Um, mm-hmm. I, I could I could see Bill Murray, but like I said, it'd be a different mix. So so here are the other two or three considered before. I, I saw a top five considered. Oh, there's more. Yeah. Okay, okay. Robin Williams.
1: Oh, Robin! Tom Hanks. Oh wow! Yeah. And Mel Gibson. Before,
0: (laughs) before crazy (laughs) rant, Mel Gibson. Before crazy rant, Mel Gibson. This was when Mel Gibson was still considered um, a viable property, and not
1: what he is. That is. That is, what's fascinating is that typically I see these roles of like, these are the people that were being considered for X in this film. And typically you hear those lists and it's like, oh, these are all part of, like in a similar ballpark. Every one of those actors you've named would give us a wildly different film. Like if Tom Hanks had done this, it would have been so sweet. It would have been so saccharine sweet and, and... (laughs) Hell, Oscar-worthy performance. I don't know. I mean, I'm just imagining Tom Hanks. This movie starring Tom Hanks, directed by Penny Marshall, and giving so much, he would have found depth in the character, right? Like he would have, he would have found. Or, I guess I shouldn't give Tom Hanks a terrible amount of credit. I, I, I mean, he's one of the. He's a living legend in terms of of yeah. of acting. His directors are often responsible for drawing such wonderful performances out of him but man tom hanks santa claus oh boy i mean i the so
0: the the because really one of the critical scenes is that scene in denny's right yeah, yeah yeah you know it's like so so there's a scene in denny's where where after scott calvin ruins christmas dinner which he mm-hmm. decided to make like a full-grown turkey and
1: <laughs> four <like> a, hours of
0: <laughs> fixin like all the fixins like okay that's impossible um so he <laughs> he you know they started driving around town looking for a place to eat every place it's christmas every place is closed of course so mm-hmm. they go to denny's um which there's like a room in the back where all the single dads have taken their kids
1: <laughs> all the all the pathetic single dads or right, like a uh, 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 burn your turkey and a guy holds up a bandaged hand. Yep.
0: <laughs> well, and it so like that scene to me like that scene cuz that's where Scott Kelvin can really be like cementing the fact that he needs to be better to his kid than what, you know, he want he doesn't want to be one of these dads.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a nice point of reflection scene. You're right, you're right.
0: And I, I you know, I seeing uh, a tom hanks or a goodwill hunting esque robin williams in that scene yeah just their eyes and just because it because he's making connections with it but all tim allen is doing is making different jokes here and there right and not adding that depth i i, I agree with you i think you put a higher caliber actor in there um and and that could really make a difference
1: yeah, and thinking of Robin Williams, I I could uh, it, because he was such a, a an actor with range, there's uh, I could see a darkness being brought to to the performance. Not that this would turn into some thriller, but ha- having more of a a dynamic like a really dynamic redemption arc if Robin Williams had done it, right? Because because this is a redemption of a character. Tim Allen is again, he's not a terrible human being but he's a man who doesn't exactly have his priorities straight uh, and he he finds his place in the world and becomes his son's hero by becoming Santa Claus, by becoming a hero to the world mm-hmm. and and being able to to like to, it to, to have Rob Williams play it and, and watching someone who might really be a jerk who deserves a true redemption. I could see him pulling it off really well. I could I, no, I don't think Mel Gibson I cannot imagine doing this. Can you imagine Mel Gibson in the makeup? Can you imagine Mel Gibson with the beard and the, and the <laughs> the fat belly like I cannot I can imagine everyone else doing it. I cannot imagine Mel Gibson doing this
0: yeah I yeah. I, I, I don't either. I <laughs> the, like, I, I could see Bill Murray, but uh, yeah, it would probably be like Robin Williams, Tom Hanks would be my top two choices. Um, I do not see Mel Gibson doing this either. No. <laughs> this, this, I, and this was, you know, this was his heyday as well. I mean, he's, I think he was 94. I mean, that was finishing up his, uh. Lethal Weapon series, basically, and he was, you know, he was big. He was a huge name in Hollywood at the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, Braveheart was around that time, so he was, you know, he's riding high on his. He's he's one of the it guys in, in Hollywood, right? So, like, yeah, I mean, it's not a not a crazy choice to put his name on the list. It's like, I mean, the names that were on the list to play Superman back in the day are all like, oh yeah, obviously those were the it people of the era right um oh man i'm just trying to imagine mel gibson in the fat suit <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else did you say you said mel gibson tom hanks and robin williams robin williams yeah that was it okay i mean that's that's quite a faint a fantasy list in in the big picture we got tim allen obviously i think this movie suited him pretty well it's it played to his strengths yeah, Fine. I mean
0: the, the thing. So so Tim Allen at the time it was the highlight. You know his his he was a big name in television because of uh, yeah Home Home Improvement yeah. Home Improvement, and um, you know I. Where I think where Tim Allen versus another actor, just Tim Allen just was his Tim Allenist. You know, like he yeah. would make the same <laughs> jokes he would as <laughs> Tim oh, the oh, Taylor. Uh, yeah. Oh no!
1: Like the the fire extinguisher gig, I swear yeah. he did that on 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 the show.
0: Yeah. So you know, it's just um, that that's that's probably my biggest criticism for him is that he he he's he didn't show a lot of you know. It's like he's just himself, just a little bit, you know less capable of being a dad i don't know i mean it's just it, it, to me it was um um i, I would have Derivative. Liked to see a different actor in the role because i think they would have taken it you know they, they wouldn't have rested on their laurels because that kind of dates a lot of the jokes right like yeah
1: yeah like
0: all the grunting and all that the kids aren't watching home home improvement anymore <laughs> so they're not getting those connections it makes it right. it, it, it Puts a timestamp on that movie, and it kind of kills it. Then uh, momentum-wise, going forward, yeah. I mean,
1: in the grand scheme of things, there is a bit of a timeless quality to this film. It's not terribly dated. I think even at the time the movie came out, it was already the. When you think of Santa and the little elves building stuff in the North Pole, you don't often think of them creating Xboxes, right? <laughs> like they're yeah. they're building rocking horses, and painting basketballs right and even in the 90s i remember seeing this and thinking that it was odd. like oh well how would they it, it, the technological uh, datedness of the film was already apparent in the 90s and it's no more it's no more or less watching it now like i don't think there's anything about this movie that dates it any more than it already was dated so yep. i think it has a bit of a a bit of a timeless quality to it in the grant it, it's it's inoffensive, right? This is a a perfectly fine Christmas movie. I don't think that there's anything. It's not bad. There's certainly some bad Christmas. Hell, Tim Tim Allen made Christmas with the Cranks. That's a bad Christmas movie. <laughs> That's an obnoxious. Why was this released in theaters? Do you, Shulzi, do you have any idea how many original Hallmark and Lifetime Christmas movies oh there gosh. are? I. I kid you not. There are at least a hundred airing just this month, <laughs> so, and some of them between networks have the same title.
0: <laughs> so I, I saw a tweet from Netflix, okay, from from the company itself, and mm-hmm. it was something like to the effect of "To the thirty-six people who have watched <laughs> the Christmas <laughs> Prince every day for the last three months, or whatever." It's like we yeah, yeah. we're here for you.
1: Oh, or something like hilarious. that. Like, <laughs> like, there are people that uh, just
0: love terrible Christmas movies.
1: Yeah, there's a the I think it's called the Christmas Boots. It's this. It's I've never seen it. I've only ever seen the cover, and I'm aware that it's it's <laughs> Rob Lowe stars in it. I've seen enough like in passing to know that it's just that super schmaltzy Christmassy film. Maybe I'm being cynical, but I do I. No, no, Shulzi. I take that back. I am not being cynical. I kid you not. In my top ten movies of all time is White Christmas. I love Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye, Irving uh, uh, Berlin's um, White Christmas. I love that movie. I watch it every year. I used to watch it every year with my mom as a, as a tradition. Um, so I, I do like Christmas I a Christmas Carol in any form, particularly The Muppets' Christmas Carol, uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Um, there are a, a, a Christmas story, which I know some people hate, some people love. I happen to be a fan of it. Um, but what, what, what about you? I just listed all my favorite. What are you? What are some of your favorite Christmas movies? Is Santa Claus Three on there? Martin <laughs> no, Short's in it. Martin Short's in it. <laughs> surprisingly, Jingle All surprisingly. the Way.
0: I mean, anything with Sinbad. Um, <laughs> No, I, I, uh, the, the, definitely the Muppet Christmas Carol.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I love that movie. The, so the good.
0: Charlie Brown Christmas is oh, n- nostalgic.
1: Yes. I mean, just very short. It's it a is, very like a short. It's hour. only like it's, ten it's, minutes long.
0: Yeah, it's not a long. It barely qualifies as a movie. <laughs> um, you know, um, It's a Wonderful Life. Grew up just watching that all the time. Around Christmas, because there were the channels that just played that, um, and and as far as like newer ones, Elf.
1: Yes, yes, Elf is Elf's a, Elf is a great Christmas film, and uh, it's one of Will Ferrell's best, as far as I'm concerned. Will Ferrell, yeah. I think he has far more misses than people will 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 say uh, when he Will Ferrell at his Will Ferrelliest is not. All that entertaining after in multiple viewings, but Elf is a consistently good film. I think it's uh, John Favreau is a is a fantastic director and, and really the director is. of Iron Man is the one who directed Elf, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean he's he's been impressive. I mean Jungle Book and, <clears throat>
1: mm-hmm. but yeah, it's uh, the upcoming it's, Lion um, King.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the the Lion King everybody's been asking about. Um, yes,
1: please. Oh, give me that. Um, oh and then and then of
0: course the the Grinch the original Grinch the original not, yes not, not the Jim Carrey version
1: god no i i i recently within the past year i can't remember it was like the someone was trying to watch i, I think it was one of my nephew nieces wanted to watch the the how the Grinch stole christmas the Jim Carrey one in like the spring right mm. so it was it was on and i'm like first of all wrong time of year to be watching this even <laughs> if i was in the mood to watch it not good. That movie is the how the Grinch stole Christmas. I'm it's insane because Ron Howard directed that movie, and Ron Howard is a very very competent director. How did that movie? You know what? Maybe that's a rewatchment for another day. <laughs> we're we're, Next we're off year. track here. Next year. Um,
0: Next year. Next year. Christmas, <laughs> or or in the spring if you happen to do it with your niece.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Well. I, I know that we're off topic here, but what do you think about the Polar Express? <sighs> um,
0: I, I well, I, to be honest, I, I haven't seen it as a whole. I've only seen parts okay, of it. Okay. So I, I, I can't I, really say.
1: People love that movie. Yeah. And I don't get it. I don't, I can't stand the animation. In it. It's that soulless, dead eyed, uncanny valley <laughs> motion capture. Yep. Um, I just, people oh uh, that is a classic among classics that's right up there with every no <laughs> no that movie aerosmith is in it uh there's a there's a whole section that's just a roller coaster it's not good
0: i mean i i did i did just uh watch the uh star Wars Christmas or a uh, holiday oh,
1: special oh oh boy um, life life day right <laughs>
0: oh my gosh that is that has to be one of the worst ever um, <laughs> Uh, I think so. <laughs>
1: oh, man. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, well, would you, would you recommend the Santa Claus? Would you, what, where do you land on Santa Claus?
0: Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I, and I don't know if it's something where it's just I – because, like, the, the Tim Allen in the beginning of the movie to me is very different from the character at the end. Like, he becomes less Tim Allen. So yeah. I, I like that portion of it. I would say if, if you're going to watch it, stop at this one.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. I I I believe the second one is where he has to get married and find yeah. Mrs. Claus. And then the third one is the tried and true, it's a wonderful life. What would your life be like if you hadn't done this? Which I think anyone who's ever done a, a Christmas episode of a tv show has to do that premise right
0: well that that or christmas carol
1: i yes you do one of the two you have to it's a wonderful or you do both if your show goes for 10 years right but (laughs) seriously every sitcom ever has done one or both of those two movies and oftentimes there are franchises that just go to that well anyway the the miracle on 34th uh fourth street no, no, I'm sorry. It's a wonderful life um yeah. scenario because Shrek went there. Not in a Christmas sense, but they just did the I oh, wish I had never done this and then okay, let me show you what your life would be like. Oh, I regret this.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. I I do yeah. want to see the one where they go, "Wow." Oh no, they did that in I think The Family Guy or something. Um oh, okay. Where 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 the everyone's life was a lot better without him in it. <laughs>
1: And did he go back out of spite? Like, oh, I'll show you. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Amazing.
0: So so, what about you? Would you recommend this?
1: Yeah, I think this is this is one to put on your... I, I do think this is one to put on your Christmas movie rotation. You throw it up there with Home Alone and A Christmas Story and Muppet Christmas Carol. I think that if you were to give yourself the 25 Days of Christmas that I think ABC Family does... This would this one would be fine to get through. There's nothing, as I said already, it's inoffensive. It's fine. There's it there's actually a, a good a, a handful of sweet moments that'll that'll give you a smile or two. Um, if you've never seen it, I'd be curious if, like going in cold with no opinion whatsoever, how you might walk away from it. Um, it might come off even more standard than even we are reacting to it, Schulze. I I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think in the, in the, in the big picture, there are certainly far worse Christmas movies you can watch, including the sequels to this one. Um, (laughs) not fair. I haven't seen that second one in a long time, but at least that third one is not good to watch. Um, so yeah, I'd say, I'd say throw that, throw, throw this into your rotation and, and, uh, there you go. There you go. A a, a Christmas club. <laughs> How memorable is this movie? Couldn't even remember its name. The Santa Claus. Little E at the end. Like, what a – that can't be a legally binding situation. I picked up the card. It's right here in the fine print. You should have read the fine print. When the fine print is microscopic, you can't get away with that. Well, it's it's that, fine that print. That is wait, super wait, wait, fine Wait, 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 wait.
0: Did you just say you have the card?
1: I don't have the card. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, I thought you said you just picked up the card,
1: no no, I- if you were to just pick up the card, oh, okay. I feel like
0: I thought you might be
1: that... turning it to the next Santa Claus <laughs> I wouldn't want to do it. he gives up everything he does us. he gives up what how is the life he has now any better than the one he had before? He had a nice home he he, well, he gets he a had nicer home. son he gets I, hot I get chocolate on, on demand, on demand. <laughs> I. Okay, so there's, there's, a, there's a story element in this movie that I feel would be worth exploring in a, in a bigger, uh, in a, uh, if you flesh the story out a little bit more. Bernard says, you have 11 months to get your affairs in order, then you have to be back here after Thanksgiving to prepare for Christmas. Well, why couldn't that be his life then? Why can't, why could, why does he have to look like Santa Claus all year round? Why couldn't he go back to his life as a toy manufacturer, a toy maker, designer, and live with his uh, live his life with his son for 11 months in the year. Then after Thanksgiving, December is devoted once a year to him being Santa Claus. Like, why does he have to be locked in to living in the North Pole with a bunch of thousands years old elves? Well, I mean, and
0: once the cook is out of the <laughs> kitchen, nothing gets made. They can accept it. <laughs> I once don't in know. A while. Ber-
1: I think Bernard kept a pretty tight leash on that place. And although, by the way, I don't think he enjoys his job very much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he sure I, is a sourpuss. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those uh, those uh, reviews come around and he's not happy about giving them. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, but but to, to give up everything to be, oh, man. You know what I haven't watched in a long time is Ernest Saves Christmas. I wonder if that one holds up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, dude, I bet well, it doesn't.
0: I, I think I think then you can answer the, the age old question, have any of the Ernest movies held up?
1: <laughs> I quote I quote Ernest Scared Stupid pretty regularly. <laughs> and like the dumbest parts of I mean that movie is dumb and stuff, but um I wonder, boy, there's a rewatch. was that franchise, Smanchise? I know that that was an attempted series and other podcasts that both you and I participated on. Yeah. Um, over I, I at think, ghosthat.net.
0: I think it's still the alive. Earnest,
1: the but, earnest series. That might, Surely that would be more interesting to explore than your Police Academy run because... Whew, that was hard to listen to. I can't imagine what it was like watching it.
0: Oh, it was. I, I, there, there is a place in hell where all they watch is the last <laughs> police academy movie. Um, yeah, and and I am I am blamed for for possibly killing that franchise.
1: That because you we, because I had I had guessed it on it and did the Die Hard series, which Jeff and I had a lot of fun doing. I I really enjoyed. That being the entry, the first entry into franchise, franchise, and then you followed up with you. You set a seven movie franchise. I think that was your mistake. Had there been four, I think you would have gotten through it. But boy, how do you picked a seven episode <laughs> franchise? I was trying
0: to secure a regular job. Okay, <laughs> like I, he said, how I the, couldn't put in pick bond. I could have picked James Bond. He said, like, there's too many of those out there already that just mm-hmm. want to analyze James Bond. I'm like, all right.
1: All right. What's the longest right.
0: franchise I could do?
1: And I picked <laughs> and that you one. you picked that one. Yeah. You fool.
0: I know. I, I, <laughs> I, I apologize uh, to Jeff every time I see him.
1: Every time I say, hey, Jeff, how's it going? Sorry about franchise and killing it with yeah. Police Academy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Remember that time that we watched Police Academy 7 together? Wasn't that too? <laughs>
1: A special oh. place. It, in I mean, hell. It,
0: I, I have to say that there is something to watch a series that starts at a peak so high and mm-hmm. it crashes down so low. Like it's, it's. There's a little bit of a hill in the first four, but then after that, it just straight down. Like it's. No,
1: well, it it's it's. It's uh, I guess it's on topic to talk about franchises that can't go the distance because wh- who is asking for just because a movie makes a huge box office boom sh- that should not automatically mean well let's make another one well, he, right
0: here here's telling so I, I looked at the budgets for the three films okay so the first Santa Claus had a budget of twenty two million.
1: Okay, that's respectable. That's yeah, fine. And,
0: and considering, uh, you know, I think a lot of that money obviously was put into the North Pole set and and mm-hmm. building the elves and the puppets and all that. Um, yeah, obviously yeah. not spent on special effects.
1: Or or to afford Tim Allen, I bet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, the second film, because of the success of the first one, had a budget of $65 million.
1: Oh, boy, jeez. That is... Quite the... I'm just going to go to Santa Claus 2 on IMDb. Continue, please.
0: Then the third one had an estimated budget of...
1: Let's see. I'm going to guess here. So you went 22 and then 66. Santa Claus 2 has a lower meta score, so I'm going to bet they slashed the budget for the third one back down to the 20s. That's going to be my guess. Uh,
0: an estimated 12...
1: Oh man, how bad did Santa Claus Two do that? They, that they gave a twelve million dollar budget to the yeah. third film in the franchise. That that is that is something else. I'm looking at yeah, Santa Claus Two right now is a doesn't have a really good Metascore. ay Ay yike! Oh man.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, I think and then that's paying for Tim Allen, who was big at the time, Martin Short, who hasn't had like a fantastic career movie wise. Like he's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I like some. Martin Short in small doses. Yes. I don't think he has the strength to be a lead character, but he has often shined in supporting roles. Uh, comedically, I should say. He's never really proven himself much of a dramatic actor. Um, uh, great life story, though. His his autobiography that he. his And listening to the audiobook version of it is very a very sweet story. He's very Canadian. <laughs> a very yeah, I, sweet man.
0: I, I saw him when he and um uh Martin Short, our Martin Short and Steve Martin did a tour together.
1: And oh, that's right. I forgot you went you and Jeff Went and saw that, yes. right? And um
0: and he was amazing there. cuz like we we both went saying we're going to see Steve Martin. Oh, Martin Short is also here. Okay, well we see Steve Martin though. That's amazing. <laughs> and um, but we were both we both walked away going, "Holy crap, that was really good."
1: Yeah, Steve uh, Martin Short is an amazing showman. To watch yeah. him uh, when he does SNL stuff, when he does his song and dance routine stuff, he is he is a consummate performer. I love watching him in interviews on late night shows. Uh, it's just when you give when. The, you put him in a in a okay, you're gonna have to sit and watch him for an hour and forty five minutes. Uh, I don't know if I yeah. I, don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I mean, Inner space
0: is probably one of the few movies I can watch regularly somewhat regularly with Ooh, him.
1: That would be one to go back and rewatch. I wonder if that movie's any good. <laughs> I mean I remember it as being good. Hmm hmm. 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 Santa Claus three good? <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so I think I think that about does it. I don't really have anything more to say about the Santa Claus. Do you? Do you dare, Shelsey?
0: No, I I do not. Oh, uh, fun fact. Tim no Allen. Oh, fun facts. Was yeah. the first uh, convicted felon ever to be in a Disney movie.
1: <laughs> he has a drug charge, right? Is that what yeah. it is? Yep. It was uh, a criminal some-
0: record. And they have a, uh, wow. Disney has a policy of hiring ex-cons.
1: The, they have a I no, was... no, uh, like, do not they don't not hire ex-cons. Which, and people with criminal records. Right. See, what they do is they create stars that then go on to earn criminal records. Right. 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 You, you got your Lindsay Lohans. You got your, I actually can't think of anyone besides Lindsay Lohans. <laughs> Britney spears is right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's You're, plenty.
0: Uh, plenty more. You're Christina Aguilera's.
1: I don't know if she has a criminal record. She had. She's on the Voice, which is criminal. Uh
0: <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, she, I mean, the the murder charge never stuck, so.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't think she
0: listens to the show, so I'm fine saying that. Okay, we're we're safe. we yeah. Gotcha. And if she does, uh, that might make her speak up. And then think of the advertising. Christina, Please,
1: please comment, Christina. Please tell us what you think of our show. <laughs> Say
0: something about it on
1: The Voice next time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen to uh, The Rewatchman. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, I, I mean, really, this, this movie is kind of, it's, it's a very safe movie. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, if, especially if you like Tim Allen, in the comedy that he can bring, um, (laughs) go see it.
1: (laughs) The end. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, well, let's wrap it up here. Um, do you want to plug anything before we, we take off here?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, other, uh, there's podcast media. So if you like hearing more about horror films, there's a good group there. It's been a while since I've been on, but I'll be on again soon. Um, And then there, there,
1: there'll be something coming up next year. Okay, I, I know you've, the, been, you've been hinting at something. I don't know yep. what it is, but you have been hinting at something.
0: It, it'll be on the ghosthat.net family of podcasts, so um, it, it's coming. Welcome in. to the family. <laughs> it is has it is become a family very quickly, um, <laughs> uh, where, where I and, and Rewatchman Chad Halverson, we have been reviewing the top 100 comedies at, uh, per oh. the BBC. Okay, so excellent. Part of the Filmological Society.
1: <laughs> Great title. Great title.
0: <laughs> Wonder why you think that?
1: Well, I, I I may have helped come up with it. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, I want to give a shout out to uh, Top Shelf Disney Animation Studios podcast. I do it week. It's a podcast I do weekly with Jeff Bell over at GhostHat.net. We watch. Uh, we are watching the Disney Animated Library, starting with Snow White working our way up to Moana, which is the most current of the animated films as of recording this episode of The Rewatchman. Go check that out. You can subscribe on YouTube and Stitcher and Google Play and all the all the fun spots. Um, in fact, uh, uh, just I don't think I don't thank Jeff enough for helping host The Rewatchman over at ghosthat.net as well. If you're listening to this there, right? If you're listening to this here, where are we? Where are we, Shosie? Uh, Uh, feel free to hit me up at tc's big head um actually you can hit up chris you have a you have an at as well
0: at uh at badger colfax
1: all right and then uh and then also if you're watching uh if you're you're listening to this on the facebook page for redacted media please leave a comment below let us know what you think about the santa claus um, if there's any other Christmas movies you want to hit, want us to hit up this holiday season, we will have another holiday episode next week. So keep an eye out for that. I will have another another guest star on the cast what? who will be joining me in another Christmas classic that I'm looking forward to sharing with you guys. Um, but that about does it, Schulze, Thank you for joining me today.
0: Well, thank you for having this opportunity.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, let me, wait, which is which, which, which show am I on right now? What's my sign-off on this one? <laughs> this is the, oh, the rewatcher, rem- yeah. Yes, yeah, so this is the rewatch. Okay, so uh, thank you everyone for listening. Um, if you're out there creating, if you have a podcast of your own, tell us about it, share it with us, uh, get the word out. If you are any sort of creative person, keep doing it. Keep striving to create and sharing your creations and encouraging other people to to. To share their art. And uh, with that said, I'm TCD Witt for Ben who isn't here today, but for Schholze who is, for all the rewatchmen everywhere saying, keep doing what you're doing. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Rocking around, is Christmas, Christmas, Christmas tree ass Christmas. Well pie. So we are doing it. Yeah. So for
0: one rooting for the, the stop
1: Rocking around. Uh, Christmas tree, let the Christmas tea Later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some